welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. This is Katie. Thanks for joining me for the third mini episode of this little series we're doing where I read stories sent in by you lovely listeners and I hope that you've all been enjoying it as much as I have. Um, I think I'm gonna just get into this one this week. Just get right into it. Okay, so... This week's email comes from a lovely listener who wishes to remain anonymous, which is understandable. Um, By the way, if you all send in any emails, if you want me to say your name on the air, then let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to err on the side of caution and keep you anonymous. Um, Here we go. Hello, you lovely gals. I've been listening for a few months and I love the podcast. It's so great to hear people talk about the church the way you do, so I don't feel so alone. Please don't say my name if you do decide to read my stories since they involve other people. You can never be too careful. Sorry if this email is really long. I have so many stories I could go on for hours, but for your sake, I'll only be sharing two. They are a bit lighthearted compared to some of the mini-sode stories that have been shared. Some of them are so hard to listen to, but it's so important to raise awareness of what's happening. I agree. I agree. My first story is about when my dad ran over some of my immodest, quote-unquote, shirts with the lawnmower. Yes, yes, you heard that right, listeners. (laughs) He ran over her shirts with the lawnmower. Okay, back to her letter. (laughs) I grew up in the heart of Utah County, Pleasant Grove to be exact. I was born and raised Mormon, and it was just the norm for me. To keep this email as short as I can, I won't go into my whole losing my faith story, but when I was 16, my mom abandoned the family. I was shattered, and now, eight years later, I'm still dealing with it. Therapy helps, mental health awareness, heyo. I lost a lot of my faith during that time. I got my first after-school job. With my first paycheck, I decided I wanted to get some hip new clothes. My gal pals and I went over to the mall, and I spent my entire $60 paycheck on some new shirts. I was so excited. Unfortunately, when my dad found out, he was less than pleased. Yes, it wasn't the most responsible thing, but he was more upset that I hadn't set aside the $6 for tithing. And then when he saw the shirts, he was even more upset. Before I go on, I have to put that my dad and I are fine now. He is still Mormon and I'm not, but we have a good relationship. He has mellowed out over the years, and when this even just happened, his wife had just had an affair and left him abruptly, leaving him to raise three kids. He was a bit distraught in general, which is probably why he reacted the way he did. Some of the shirts I had bought were v-necks. The horror! (laughs) Modesty was a huge thing, and he wasn't about to let his 16-year-old daughter show pretty much her entire boobs, his words, not mine, (laughs) and told me I needed to get rid of the shirts. I was upset because they weren't deep v-neck shirts. They were just regular graphic tees that had regular v-neck necklines. I was pissed and refused. He told me I had 24 hours to get rid of them, or he will. I didn't believe him, and when I came home from school the next day, my shirts were lying on our front lawn, 
as he was bringing the lawnmower from around back. Screaming and trying to stop him, but also not wanting to get my hand or foot chopped up, I watched as my first purchase with my own money got shredded to bits on the front lawn where all the neighbors could see. Okay, that, that's the end of her first story. I just wanted to pause and say, girl, that's traumatizing. That's crazy. That's insane. Um, but, you know, I know the modesty thing is a huge deal. Especially in Utah County. I grew up there too, so I understand. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners totally get it. All right, I'll continue with her next story which I have to put in a little bit of a disclaimer here for this one. Um, it, it did bring up some emo- emotions in me, and it does deal with things of a slightly sexual nature, so just just beware. Beware of that. Okay. Next story, I'll have to change some names, but it still pisses me off to this day. I was partially at fault, and I recognize that, but this guy is a twat. <laughs> That's just a funny word. Same time period. I was 16. Mom had just left. I'm going through some life trauma. I had a crush on some boy. We will call him Steve. I had liked Steve for a while, but was always too shy to tell him. We were friends on Facebook, but had never had a conversation in real life. We messaged nearly every day, and I was smitten. Eventually, he had asked me on a group date. I was over the moon. Steve, the Steve, asked me on a date. We went country dancing down in Provo. He picked me up. We had a great time. I was already thinking about our life as steady boyfriend-girlfriend. That night, after he dropped me off, we continued texting. I wanted him to like me as much as I liked him. I was a typical 16-year-old girl, I guess. We talked late into the night, and he kept saying how pretty I was, and I swooned. Things took a turn, though, when he asked for a picture. Confused, I sent him a dimly lit picture of me with a caption about how dorky my pajamas were. Quote, no, I want a picture of you. Unquote. He went on about how beautiful I was and about how beautiful my body was. He wanted to see my body. I froze. I really wanted him to like me. If I send him this, maybe he will like me. He told me I have really nice boobs, and that's one of the reasons he asked me out. Gag. I wish I could go back in time and shake younger me until I saw clearly. But I was going to take every compliment I could get. I liked this boy so much. I said thank you, but kind of avoided the picture subject. He kept pressing, and I felt that if I didn't comply, I would lose him. I didn't want to mess this up, so finally I sent a neck-down picture of me in my underwear. Instant regret. I felt gross afterwards, but I really wanted him to like me. He said the picture was beautiful, and shortly after that, he said he was tired and was going to bed. The next day, I didn't see him around school much, and he wouldn't return any of my texts. A couple days passed, and I heard nothing. I finally messaged him, asking why he was avoiding me. He told me the picture was a mistake, and he was trying to prepare for a mission. He needed to date girls that were chaste and wouldn't alter their morality for anyone and quickly referenced the chewed gum story. I was shattered. He promptly started dating a goody girl, exactly the type when you think Utah Mormon. 
maroon t-shirt with a pearl necklace and a toothy smile, big hair and all. Not to stereotype, but I'm sure you can picture the type. <laughs> I hated her, even though she had done nothing to me. I never talked to Steve again. I don't know where Steve is now. After a quick Instagram stalk, he appears to have been married in some temple and has a kid. Woot. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm out of the church and married to the most amazing man alive, but I learned the hard way at the age of 16 how the church objectifies women's bodies. It's repulsive. There are so many repulsive things about the church. I'm attaching a couple pictures. The first one is around the time my mom left. The second is my wedding day, where I was able to wear the dress I wanted, shoulder showing and all. I could go on for hours, but I won't. <laughs> Much love. Stay awesome, you two. Okay, I want to describe these photos. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail, obviously, because she wants to remain anonymous. But um, she's a beautiful girl in both of them, obviously. Like, you know, very, very pretty. And one, she's obviously a teenager, and she's with her family. And it definitely looks like, you know, they're wearing kind of matching outfits. Like, it's a family picture. Um, and she seems happy, but I, I feel like I know that girl like I was that girl and I don't know if it's a genuine <laughs> real happiness um and this picture of her at her wedding you guys it's so beautiful she she and her husband are embracing and he's kissing her and she has this beautiful bouquet and dress and it looks so joyful and it it's just amazing and it makes me so happy for her um also that story it um I think so many women and girls can relate to that and have experienced something like that and I think it's very insidious and it's this gross culture that is especially perpetuated in Utah County um so I want to say thank you for sending that in um, very much. I'm sure that wasn't easy to write, and um, I relate to it very, very much. In fact, when I first read it, I had tears, dumb. Uh, which, you know, emotions. Um, but thank you again. And I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to remind you that if you have sent in an email to me, I promise I'm going to get it on the air soon. Um, it just might be a minute, but I, I want to encourage all of you, whoever you are, send me a story, send me something that's happened to you involving Mormonism, um, and I want us all to connect and chat about it. If you guys want to submit your stories, remember the email address is notsomollymormonpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks again for listening. Bye.